Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. That's right. This is episode, our episode, what? Oh, well, this is our two? episode. And we're two. talking about episodes yes. two and three. Yes, we're combining of Arrow. them. Um, last week uh, was a crazy week. We crazy got a, week. We John. got a little bit behind. Uh, you, you had the uh, the sickness, Chris. You had the fevers. The black plague. The black plague. We won't recap it. No, we won't recap um, if that. If you want to hear that, you can listen to last week's Stay on Target. I talk all about it. <laughs> I don't remember if I actually do. I don't remember I how deep we it. went into this. We, yeah. I think we did reference it, but it was like more of like a passing, like, yeah. hey, you were sick. Right, right. But it, it wasn't like you were on your deathbed or anything. No, like, oh, but, which I wasn't. No, you weren't. Yeah, so, so, you know, anyway. But, um, yeah, um, so, yeah, we're talking about um, episodes uh, two and three. Yeah. Um, which Lots kinda, of stuff happened. Lo- lots of stuff happened. So let's, let's talk about, like, what we liked first. First of all, I'm going to strike it off. Strike it off? I'm going to start off. And, uh, strike it off is okay. I like strike it off. I that's, I've never heard that phrase before in any in any um, context. And, and honestly, well, maybe if you're a pitcher in the Major League Baseball, strike it strike off. You it still, off. You still, that's not I, even a term. I don't know. Um, maybe if you're starting a fire with a flint and uh, you're striking uh, the... I mean, we're reaching striking now. A, I, I, I really like the action, John. Like, striking I know, a match. Yes, I know we say that every <laughs> every uh, every year, but like I'm really enjoying the action. Like yeah. Team Arrow, whenever it's all of them working together, is pretty freaking awesome. I agree, dude. And uh, the thing is, they have such a deep team now. Like the, the there is a yeah. a very deep bench on this team oh, yeah. now. And uh, well, we're, so much so that half of them can go to Nanda Parbat. <laughs> yeah, dude. It doesn't matter. And it's and yeah, it, it's it's like oh well, well we're still while as while long it as is they harder, work together. As long as they work together, you're right. You're right. As long as they're not like in separate areas of the town doing their own thing. Right. Which, that's getting ahead of uh, ahead of ourselves a little bit. But we're kind of talking about these as one unit. Yeah, right we're gonna now. have to. We're, these these are gonna flow together. Yes. Um. So I mean, that, that, that was one thing that I loved was that in the the, you know the opening sequences of, of the first episode and of the second episode you just have this amazing action of like the team just working really well together um, the whole idea of seeing finally seeing these um, residual effects of the the waters on Thea that's really odd to me like that's wild um, and the explanation of it uh, that on the most recent episode was pretty interesting i mean yeah. it's uh you know the fact that you have this thing that builds up within you and it's from the the previous users mm-hmm. that who are all evil let's just be honest right. most of them were evil um the previous users of the lazarus pits um and you basically have these their personalities and their the, uh, p- pieces of their soul um that you know put themselves on you and so uh thea just wants to has the blood lust right. as as they called it and uh and so you know it basically just kind of it's funny he's like hey this will last you a couple of weeks and you're like well i mean <laughs> What's she gonna do in a couple weeks? Just well, I, yeah, she killed two people. There? What is that? One person per week. You uh, have, to, I guess you have maybe. to kill one person per week. One person a week. I mean, that just seems ridiculous. Yeah, and the thing was, like, she wasn't. I mean, yeah, she's kind of out of control. I, I don't know how they're gonna resolve this, John. I don't like, either. She's out, of, kind of out of control. But like, oh my god, she all she did was break a guy's arm. Number one, like, I wasn't really super upset about that one. Well, and plus, like, uh, the, uh, she, the she did almost kill a guy. Well, the drug, uh, the guy that she broke his arm, like, he was a drug dealer. And I know. It's like, she has like a past with uh, with drug abuse and like the stuff. So it's like you can you can assume that she would carry a oh, grudge way, against against a drug dealer. I mean, Batman. Like, this is compared to Batman for a second. Batman is oh, not it's a, very tame compared he, to Batman. He is, he will go up 
up to death, okay? He won't pack cross the death line. He's not going right. to kill somebody. Well, he'll hurt them. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll, he will cripple them for life. I'm, and I'm cool with it. And it's like, and, and, uh, and Batman just, you know, he views it as this is something that you have to do. It's not, it's not great, but it's just, it's just part of the job. Right. Exactly. You know, to clean up my Oliver, city. Oliver needs to grow Dude. a pair. Well, <laughs> and he was, you know, he's gone, he, you know, we've talked about in last season, he's gone from the, the, oh, I don't kill at all to I, oh, I, I kill. I'm glad we're off. I don't kill, but then I kill uh, the the League of Shadows. Right. You know, but it's you know, so I don't know. So we've we've run that whole uh, path to its end, and we have no idea where he sits on this. Sometimes you're like, okay, well, that there's no way that person survived, and then other times you're like, okay, well, they're definitely not killing people right right now. So I'm glad that um, that Oliver and Diggle are kind of back on like better terms. Oh my gosh, Um, this the 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 process that they've gone through to get there um, is is kind of wild. It is. And how did you feel about the, uh, I mean, it worked for me. Um, the, the idea that, that Oliver saved Diggle's life, but that still doesn't answer the question of would Diggle save Oliver's life necessarily? Well, I, yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily the question, but does he trust him? Like, I mean, there's always this, this, this kind of like, there's just this issue of trust that they've always kind of dealt with, especially last season and True. this season, uh, between Diggle and Oliver. Honestly, I'm ready to see that just be over with. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't need that to be anything that's, yeah. Uh, you know, it factors into the relationship anymore. And hopefully it is. Like, I mean, it really seemed like they, they dealt with it this time. It seemed like maybe it might come up if something really extreme happens. But hopefully, in working together uh, more and more, they yeah. will uh, endear themselves to each other again. Yeah. Because we, you know, the, what is the... Uh, there's a there's a quote from someone. It's the best way to find out if you can trust somebody is to trust them. Right. Um, and so you know, in this situation, I think we trust them with the small things, and things will just kind of uh, snowball uh, right. trust wise as we get farther and farther into the season. So right. hopefully that works out. Something I loved about uh, these episodes, and something I've loved about the the th- first three episodes of this season, is the. Uh, Oliver Felicity dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, they have solved any weird issues. It seems like uh, with those characters, the writers, I mean, have solved all of the kind of well, strange just, issues that they were having with uh, the emotions and things. They've just decided to put them together, and that they're together, and they're, that's just the way it is. And so, like, I'm glad that, that we're not dealing with that anymore. I think yeah. the roles have been re- reversed, basically. You know, whereas Oliver was the the rich. Playboy, you know, she is now the the one with money, you know, yeah. like she runs She's the organization, the CEO, yeah, CEO, yeah. and and so like all this kind of stuff, like, um, you know, he uh, he's gonna run for mayor, I guess, presumably with her money, you know, yeah, and and, and then the second episode, like this episode, we didn't really deal with that much. No, it's just kind of um, this just kind of goes away, like yeah, it's like no, you just you just made this big announcement, and now we're not gonna talk about it. But then again, they had other issues to deal with, and we always talk about on this show the timeline is uh, we always think about like. How long did this stuff take? And I feel like the stuff this episode really didn't. I mean, it was maybe a day, maybe two. But think about the the difference between the previous episode and this episode because they have to get to Nanda Parbat, yeah, like all that kind of stuff. So like, some time has elapsed. Yeah, that's it's true. Not like it's the next day. Well, and then, you know, we talked about getting to Nanda Parbat last season, where there was just it's like, oh, how how quickly yeah, can you just, get to Nanda like, Parbat? Oh, just hop right on over there. Yeah, it's just what what do you? <laughs> What well, is and, this? And how'd she get a dead body all the way there? Yeah, and I mean, it's like, yeah, how did you get that out of uh, out of the the country? You know, I mean, this this world we've talked about before. This world is a lot wilder oh, than yeah. uh, than our current world right. and our current universe um, that we live in. Yeah. It's, it seems like there's a lot more. Um, 
a lot more leeway in like bribing people and a lot more like <laughs> the government, you know, is right, able yeah, to just drone people. Yeah. And there's just a league of assassins running around, right, that, right. you know, and so you just have, a, there's a lot more wild stuff going yeah. on. How do we know um, that's not happening, John? <laughs> Chris, it might be. Um, just under our noses. Yes, no in, one knows. In Nashville, just yep. completely. Yep. Just, there's there's League of Assassins running around. Yep, outside our window right now. <laughs> the uh, I really like seeing. I, I talked about Felicity as a CEO. I really like her in that role. I like seeing her in that role. It'll be interesting. What's the name of the character? That's uh, that's that's, that's what her. I was looking up, man. He, he's, uh, he, I like him a lot. He's, yeah, he's I'll, great. He's basically kind of a he's kind of a, a male version of Felicity in terms of like okay, he's like techie and geeky and stuff like that. Um, it'd be really cool, you know. It'll be interesting to see how he factors into Team Arrow now, like that he knows that she works for the Arrow. I thought that was that came a little easy. Um, it's like all of a sudden, you know, hey, there's a threat, and uh, oh, let's go down to the Arrow Cave. Um, yeah, and it's like in the basement. Well, I realized that that was kind of a necessary thing for her to do, but and yeah. for her to save his life there. But you're right; it, it seems like that's not done yet. It seems like we're not quite over that because right. think about you mentioned him being similar to Felicity in that way. Um, she wouldn't just you know basically accept that and give up on it. No. You know, it was, it, it's a, uh, I, I feel like he's going to want to be more involved in the, in the team, um, as things go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I cannot find his character name here. Yeah, I can find so, it. Yeah. You could probably find it faster than I can. Um, but yeah, I, I liked that whole sequence. I actually liked having the metahuman on this uh, th- this episode as well. Having the, uh, I forgot, what did they call them? They called them Double Down or something double like that? Double Down, yeah. yeah double Down. Um, and the, the, the poker cards coming off of his skin was a nice touch. Like, whenever he initially kills that guy, you don't really see it happen. And, uh, and then whenever they finally reveal where he gets these really lethal cards from. Curtis is his name. Curtis, awesome. Do we have a last name on that? Wow. It's just, it's just Curtis. It's really demanding, aren't you? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, like whenever we see that reveal of the metahuman and, and I really want to know where, um, Damien Dark is getting his powers. Um, he's not a metahuman. And so this is like, it's a, it's a magical kind of a thing. And so I, I really want to know where he got his powers and if there's more where that came from, you know? Yeah. It seemed like there well, might not be because he was referencing, um, hive and he was referencing some people at hive think this is a parlor trick or whatever and it's not and then you know but i i don't know like i really want to know more about his character and uh and and he's very he's a very threatening and imposing figure but i would like to see some of his background um and uh see where he got his powers and if there are more people like him well i mean i think he If he's a metahuman, he has to have come from from Central City, correct? But I don't know if he's a metahuman because I think Oliver referenced in uh, in the first episode of the season. I think he referenced something about um, he's encountered this type of thing before. Well, he's seen magic. But, okay, th- but that's different. Okay, so Damien Dark is not necessarily a metahuman. This is magic. Right. I'm talking about Double Down. Oh, you know, Double Down. They definitely referenced that he was from the uh, from the event because they said. I think Felicity at one point mentioned she called. Uh, the team in central city. And they said that he was getting a tattoo at the time of the, uh, at the, at the time of the event. Yeah. So Curtis Holt. There we go. Okay. Curtis Holt. That was whole name. I like it. (laughs) We're going to remember Chris. Okay. Um, so, uh, listen, I got to regain my composure after I was just searching for that name feverishly. Um, one the listeners thing. appreciate it, Chris. Oh, good, good. I'm glad they were probably they probably knew the answer before we did. They did. They were shouting at their uh, at their phones. Yeah. Um, so uh, w- one thing that um, I do like about the 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 episodes, I, I, I'm really 
I like how they are handling Sarah now because what I want to happen is for them to have Sarah on Arrow for a while before she moves mm. to Legends of Tomorrow. That would be cool. I mean, and to see potentially her working alongside um, uh, her her sister. I mean, yeah. I feel like that would be a good dynamic. Be to, a good cathartic, cathartic yes. um, experience, I think, for Laurel. I agree. And we could we could very easily see what is different about her. Yeah. I, I want to know what exactly that's, that's done that process because, you know, with Thea, she, it took her a long time to actually figure out, you know, that something was, was wrong. And, but she was only mostly dead. If you right. Were, she wasn't all the way dead for know, months and months on end. Yeah. And so maybe even a year, it was a year. Yeah. It was, it was over a year because the a season opener of, uh, of last year was, uh, whenever we, she died. Sarah died. Yeah. Um, so here's something. Malcolm mentions to Thea that the only way to um, beat the bloodlust, basically, yeah. is to kill the person who injured you in the first place. And so she said, I can't, it doesn't help me much. I can't kill Rachel Ghoul because he's already dead. And so with Sarah, however, she could potentially kill Malcolm. Yeah, which would be amazing. And uh, and that I'm not would a Malcolm fan. I, I, I'm not a Malcolm fan either, you know. And, and he's just he always swoops in to manipulate people and uh, and then leaves and yeah. somehow is is you know slippery enough to get away. Yeah, I don't know, man. And so I don't know. I, I it seems like that might be what we are leading up to um, or something similar to that. Yeah. Like at least a confrontation of that sort. Yeah. Um, I'd be cool with that. That'd be awesome. And th- I like the drama that that would, would uh, ensue because it's Thea's father. And so like, what side does she fall on? She doesn't really like the guy. Um, right. And because he's the one who initially put her in the position uh, for her to get hurt by Rachel Ghoul anyway. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, where does that put her? And Oliver last season was protecting Malcolm a little bit. Where does that put him? And so I, that introduces a level of conflict into um, potentially Sarah and uh, and Laurel against the rest of Team Arrow or uh, Oliver and Thea. So family versus family, if you will. Right. I mean, that'd be really cool. I'd like to see that. Um uh, some other news uh, that Chris Dennison, superfan Chris Dennison, shared with us uh, this week um, was that uh, Connor Hawk is to appear in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, um, which originally like was a uh, he is uh, Oliver's son, um, Oliver and Sandra Hawk's uh, child. Holy moly! Um, this is not where the way they're going with it. They've confirmed that that's not the the way they're going to go with it. He says it's it's that uh, this iteration. Oh, let me see. Let me read the quote here. This is from uh, comicbook.com. Um, Beyond confirmation, Warner Brothers offered no other details beyond his appearance on the show, but they did say that this uh, iteration of Hawk will not be the son of Oliver Queen and Sandra Hawk. So it's not going to be, uh, you know, related to anybody because that was up in the air because time travel and Legends of Tomorrow are definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, maybe maybe he would be in that. Um, but no, they say that that's not the case. But uh, but we are. It is another um, kind of arrow wielding guy. Um, I'm so excited. To see Le- that is he a regular in uh, Legends of Tomorrow? He says he's just making his way to Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so that's why. I mean, he'll probably show. I mean, he'll show up in Central or not Central City. He'll show up in uh, um, Star City. Yeah, at some point here, yeah. um, or maybe if they travel. I mean, if they're traveling through time in some way in yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, he'll show up at some point um, yeah. in there. So 
I don't know if this is a, a way of sort of getting a, um, uh, a bow and arrow kind of a character right. into that show uh, because it would it would right. serve the team really well. I don't know if he's going to be a recurring thing. Um, obviously, wasn't in the original tr- trailer for yeah. uh, Legends of Tomorrow, but that doesn't mean anything necessarily. That was more just to get that was like a hype reel kind yeah, of yeah, exactly. I mean, and a lot of the things that uh, we saw in that hype reel have happened now in the season or some of the things like Sarah right. coming back, right? Um, and it looks a little bit different uh, in, in the episode as it as it was aired so right. the um the one thing that i wish we had dealt or uh, dealt with in both of these episodes is what's going on like i want with quentin and damien dark man and like, that what i feel like that was a great great tease at the end of the first episode and then like nothing yeah and even like uh that second episode, even even that, like it, we don't know the extent of what Quentin is doing with him because right. even Quentin, you know, he uh, he basically or why? Yeah, I mean, he he tips off Team Arrow at the, you know at the end of the uh, the second episode or whatever, and and this is whenever you know Thea almost almost kills that guy um, with the burning and stuff. Yeah. Like that. And you know, I don't know. It seems like he's really resistant to this, and and Damien Dark has something on him. Yeah. Um, Which well, I mean, what could that be? Other than I don't the know. Fact, I mean, he was. I guess he was a drunk, you know, like maybe something happened while he was drunk or something. I don't know. Or maybe he has some, uh, you know, line on killing Thea or, I mean, that's really the only thing that I could, uh, or not Thea, sorry, uh, Laurel. Yeah. I mean, that's really the only thing that I could imagine is that, you know, he's threatening Quentin's family in some way. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, what what about, um, oh, I can't remember her name, uh, Laurel's mother, uh, Quentin's uh, wife. Uh, yeah, I don't ex-wife. remember her name either. I can't remember her name, but I mean, where was she? I think she's still out there uh, somewhere in the world. Yeah. And so potentially yeah. that might be something. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, and that's something that, that's weird too, because that where was that this last episode? There was nothing, no interaction between uh, Quentin or almost anybody this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of want to like. I know, I know. Quentin doesn't trust Arrow, but why would he trust, you know, Damian Dark to do whatever he's saying? I mean, I guess I would fear him and do what he says because I fear him more than because I trust him. I guess. Yeah, it's more of a uh, extortion or, or blackmail situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like it's got to be. Um, otherwise, you know, Quentin and his and his high moral expectations right. would not would not at all hold to that. And at right. the end of the episode, it was it was interesting. Whenever he was basically chastising Arrow for uh, or Oliver for this dude going to the hospital with you know the burns and everything that yeah. he almost killed him. And I'm I'm sitting there going, yeah, but you're working with Damien Dark, know, right? dude. You're the reason that this is all happening, yeah, or yeah. you're you are a cog in the machine that is right. the reason that this is all happening. So, I don't know. Yeah, there's some, some hypocr- hypocrisy for sure, and that's always been the case with him. I think, right? You yeah, know, he's always been that character where he says one thing and then he does something completely different. Right. So. Oh, at least he has been the past couple seasons. This is true. This Maybe is not true. in the first season. But the this first season, he was pretty much just anti Arrow all around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, man. you can check us out online. At oh, Santa- did you oh. want to give this uh, a rating? Hoods. Oh, yes. Let's hoods. give it hoods. How many hoods, Chris? Mm, For these two episodes. Oh, let's do them as a pair. Okay. As a pair? Well, let's, uh, let's give first episode. Okay. Uh, let's give first episode probably like three and a half. Yeah. I'll give the second one four. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm sitting. The third one, I guess. So second, yes. second episode, three and a half. Third one, four. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's exactly what I would give it as well. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. We have two other podcasts, Stay on Target. This week we talk about the new Star Wars trailer. You can uh, you can check that out. And then we also have Flash on Target where we talk about Flash each and every week. They said the CW's Flash. You can find us on... Uh, I almost said on Stitcher. 
on you can find us you on can, Stitcher. You can, but I already said that. You can find us on Twitter at ChrisWright250. Uh, and John Wright 777 And at Stay on Pod, always online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Yes. <laughs>